Hello and welcome to the Discover Dayton podcast, the show that's all about the Gem City's past, present, and future. I'm your host, Arch Grieve, and today is Friday, which means it's time for your weekly news roundup, where I read the news so you don't have to. A lot happened recently, including the RTA announcing free weekend summer rides, Gettysburg Avenue being put on a road diet, and more. And as always, there's a lot going on this weekend and beyond, including Pride Month celebrations, so stay tuned for the news in just a moment. And now for last week's news in Dayton. Well, Dayton City Commissioners spoke out recently against Mike DeWine and the Ohio State House for legislation that legislators passed recently and that is now awaiting Governor DeWine's signature. House Bill 99 is a bill that would allow school teachers to be armed in school settings with as little as 24 hours of training. The commissioners also spoke out against past legislation that Mike DeWine has already signed into law, including a stand-your-ground law and legislation that enabled people to conceal carry without a permit. The commissioners pointed out that in the wake of the tragic Oregon District shootings three years ago, the governor promised to pass common-sense gun laws, which never materialized. Well, if you're looking to save money on gas, then you might want to hear about this next story. The Greater Dayton RTA is going to be offering free rides on weekends over the summer starting tomorrow, June 4th, and going through September 4th. The RTA is offering the free rides on both its fixed route buses and paratransit vehicles, and RTA officials say they hope that the cost of providing the free weekend rides will be offset by increased ridership, particularly as gas prices continue to increase. For more information, visit iriderta.org. Well, if you remember last week, I let you know about the curfew sweep that the Dayton police would be doing last weekend. Well, the numbers are in, and the police caught zero juveniles breaking curfew during last Friday's sweep, which police are touting as a success. The sweep primarily took place downtown, but also included parks that juveniles are regularly observed congregating in. Well, the city of Dayton will be putting Gettysburg Avenue on a, quote, diet to help reduce what city leaders call automobile circus acts and hooning, which is apparently a word used to describe reckless vehicle operation maneuvers such as drifting and burnouts and the like. The diet consists of shrinking the roadway and decreasing the number of traffic lanes, which city leaders say is larger than it needs to be based on Dayton's current population. The changes would be reminiscent of what the city did to the area of Brown Street near UD, and the city plans to take action immediately while simultaneously seeking funding for more long-term fixes. The city argues that the changes are needed because since 2015, a 3.5-mile stretch of Gettysburg has been the location of over 1,400 accidents, 59 serious injuries, and 10 fatalities, including a recent one that killed four people. The city is going to be seeking public input before making any decisions on permanent changes and plans to apply for a state infrastructure bank loan to help fund the project. Well, the city of Dayton is planning to use some of its American Plan Rescue Act funds, $150,000 to be exact, to help fund a preschool on wheels program. The program known as Pop-Up Preschool seeks to provide preschool options for areas of the city that are preschool deserts. Kimberly Jarvis, director of the On Purpose Academy and Mentoring Center, which runs the pop-up preschool program, says she has the teachers that will be needed for the program, but needs help with funding to convert RVs into middle school classrooms, which would serve between 9 to 12 students at a time, and travel to two locations over the course of the school day. To learn more about the program, visit www.opamc.net pup. Well, in other child care-related news, the city of Dayton is spending over half a million dollars to help consolidate four child care centers in East Dayton under one roof. The $11 million building is being constructed on the site of the former Lincoln School in the Twin Towers neighborhood by Miami Valley Child Development Centers and will be known as the Lincoln Hill Child and Family Center. 
The school will serve 250 students, at least 90% of whom meet federal poverty guidelines. The MVCDC received the funds through monies that the city got from a community development block grant and were awarded them through a competitive grant process. The new building will have 14 classrooms, office space, a community training space, and a full-service commercial kitchen. Well, now that the Ohio redistricting process mess continues to result in anti-democratic outcomes, the Dayton Daily News reported recently that the new district boundaries will mean that some incumbents will be running unopposed, in spite of the fact that the partisan voter makeup of those districts has changed due to the fact that Ohio's filing deadline has not been extended or reopened since candidates filed their petitions in February. Since then, the districts have changed greatly in some instances. For example, Riverside recently went from a Republican-leaning district to the one represented by Dayton's state representative, Willis Blackshear Jr. Similarly, the district represented by former Montgomery County Sheriff Phil Plummer added Trotwood and other Democratic-leaning areas and now favors Democrats. But he will be running unopposed in the general as no Democrat filed in what used to be a Republican-leaning district. Secretary of State LaRose says there's nothing he can do and that any changes in filing deadlines are set by law and must be made by the Ohio State House. However, candidates may still file as independents without party affiliation if they do so by 4 p.m. on August 1st, the day before the rescheduled primary will take place. Montgomery County Democratic Party Chairman Mark Owens called the claim by Republicans that there isn't enough time to reopen the process, quote, ridiculous, and called for a 10-day window for candidates to file in the newly redrawn districts. You can find out your district by visiting findmydistrict.ohiosos.gov. Well, if you're vegan or just trying to reduce your meat consumption, you'll want to hear this news. There's a new vegan restaurant opening up at the 2nd Street Market called Vegan It Iz Eats, which is owned by Dayton native Rhea Adkins. It will have a rotating breakfast and lunch menu, including things like jackfruit tacos, coconut bacon grilled cheese, chai French toast, and more. It will also carry meal prep options, granola, seasoning blends, nut milks, dressings, sauces, and a cookbook. You can visit veganitizeats.com for more information. Well, a new crisis center for those experiencing mental health or substance abuse crises is going to be opening up in the Carillon neighborhood here in Dayton later this year if all goes to plan. The Crisis Now Receiving Center, which is a project of RI International and the Montgomery County Alcohol, Drug, and Mental Health Services, or ADAMUS, will open at Elizabeth Place. Individuals in crisis can call Montgomery County at 833-580-2255 to receive support. And finally, if you're like me and enjoy a good local craft beer, you'll want to check out my friend Alexis Larson's article in the Dayton Daily News from this past Sunday's paper, which talks about the Dayton Ale Trail. There are 31 local breweries in and around Dayton that participate in the trail, and all you need to do to start is visit one of them and pick up your Dayton Ale Trail passport, which you can collect stamps in by visiting each of the breweries on the list and purchasing a beer. Dayton's breweries are on the list, as well as surrounding ones like Eudora, Lucky Star, and many more. Once you've visited all of the other 30 breweries, you can collect your final beer at the Yellow Cap Tavern in Dayton, where you'll be awarded with a 16-ounce stainless steel pint glass. I've never made it to all of them in one year, but I think I'll make that a goal this year, so I hope you'll join me and maybe I'll see you around at one of them this summer. Alright, that's it for last week's news, and now here's what's going on in Dayton this weekend and beyond. Well, the Dayton Jewish Film Festival kicked off yesterday, June 2nd, at the Dayton Art Institute with a screening of that orchestra with the broken instruments. The remaining films, however, will be screened at the Neon Movie Theater downtown, with films running now through June 26th. Visit jewishdayton.org for more information. Well, tonight is the first Friday Art Hops event at Front Street Galleries again, which is happening from 5 to 9 p.m. 
The event features live music, live art demos, food trucks, art exhibitions, workshops, and artist talks, and you can check out more than 50 studios, galleries, and boutiques. Visit frontstreet.art for more information. Another First Friday Arts event happening tonight is at the Dayton Society of Artists, which will be opening their exhibit Emergence 2022, which is a show focused on current college students and recent graduates. The reception is free and takes place from 6 to 9 p.m. Visit DaytonDSA.org for more details. Also happening this Friday, June 3rd, is the kickoff to the Dayton Pride Festival, where the Pride Affair on the Square will take place at Courthouse Square from 6 to 10 p.m., featuring live performances, food trucks, and a beer truck as well. The event's free and open to the community, and on Saturday there will be a Pride Parade and Festival, with the parade starting at noon at the Dayton Metro Library downtown and ending at the Courthouse Square. Check out DaytonLGBTCenter.org pride for more information. Well, if you're looking for some music tonight, you can visit Blind Bob's, where John Worthy and the Benz will be performing alongside Social Q and Scary Hotel. There's a $5 cover to attend. And tomorrow, June 4th, at the Levitt Pavilion, there's another free concert, this time featuring musical artist Amethyst Kia, who will be performing works from her new album, Wary and Strange, a combination of alt-rock and roots-slash-old-time music. The show will go from 7 to 9 p.m. and is free to attend. Also happening on Saturday at the Dayton Playhouse is their inaugural Miscast Cabaret, a fundraiser to benefit the Dayton Playhouse. Tickets are $10, and the show starts at 8 p.m., with doors opening at 7 p.m. Visit wordpress.daytonplayhouse.com for more information. Then on Sunday, June 5th, the 7th annual Running with Pride 5K run-slash-walk will take place at UD's Welcome Stadium from 9 a.m. to noon, with registration opening at 7.30 a.m., Race benefits will go to support PFLAG Dayton, and the cost to enter is $25. Search on runsignup.com to register for the race, or visit discoverdaytonpodcast.com and find my show notes for the exact URL. Also on Sunday is the annual Miss Rubicon pageant for 2022 at Top of the Market from 1 to 3.30 p.m. Money raised at the event goes to support the Ruby Scholarships. The cost to attend is just $5. Visit therubygirls.com for event and ticket information. Then jumping ahead to next Thursday, June 9th from 7 to 9 p.m., you can see Coletta and Super Yamba Band performing live at the Levitt Pavilion. The band is led by Coletta, a singer and guitarist from Benin who is an accomplished Afrobeat and Juju artist. The event is free to attend. Or if you're in the mood for some big band music on Thursday night next week, you can visit the Riverscape Metro Park where the Bob Gray Orchestra will be performing a free concert as well, also from 7 to 9 p.m. And finally, if neither of those interest you, you can visit The Bright Side on Thursday from 7 to 11 p.m. for a Shady Side reunion show. Shady Side was a popular Dayton rock band from 1999 to 2005, and they're getting back together for the show, which will also feature Clemmer, Bribing Senators, and Yard Boss. Tickets are $15 in advance, or $20 at the door, and they're available at thebrightsidedayton.com. Bribing Senators will also be playing later that weekend at Blind Bob's, where they'll release their album Triple Imperial EP, their first in five years, at a show that begins at 9 p.m. Then next Friday, June 10th, the St. Helens Spring Festival is taking place from 6.30 to 11 p.m. at the St. Helens Parish on Granville Place. The event continues that weekend and features rides, food, a flea market, beer garden, and more, and is also free to attend. Also next Friday at the Levitt Pavilion, The New Respects will be performing a free concert from 7 to 9 p.m. Their music features danceable fusions of pop, soul, and rock music, and they recently released an EP entitled Don't Panic. 
Well, famed astrophysicist Neil deGrasse Tyson will also be in Dayton next Friday, June 10th, where he'll be performing a show that discusses what all of your favorite science movies get wrong. Tickets range in price from $55 to $135 and are available at DaytonLive.org. Also happening next Friday evening is an event called Rogan English Dayton, which is taking place at the PNC Arts Annex downtown. It's a night of poetry and music, including a live band, and you can get a show plus gallery ticket to attend the cocktail hour event before the show begins, which starts at 6 p.m. The show begins at 7.45 p.m., and tickets are available at DaytonLive.org. Well, the Dayton Jazz Festival is returning to the Levitt Pavilion on Sunday, June 12th from 1 to 9 p.m., and there will be some great performers as well as food and merchandise vendors. Visit levittdayton.org for more information. And finally, if your goal is to get in shape cheaply this year, then the Five Rivers Metro Parks have got you covered. They offer a variety of free fitness classes all summer long at the Riverscape location downtown, including the following. First up, there's Zumba with Fit and Fruitful on Saturdays from 10 to 11 a.m., then there's also yoga with Speakeasy Yoga, also on Saturdays from 10 to 11 a.m. We also have boot camp with The Unit on Mondays and Wednesdays from 6 to 7.30 p.m. Tai Chi and Qigong with Immortal Tree Qigong on Tuesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. And Booty Mix with The Ninth Beat on Tuesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Not all classes are offered every week, so check the calendar before you go at metroparks.org. All right, well, that about wraps up this week's News Roundup episode. And if you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or the Facebook page, both of which you can find through the website, discoverdatenpodcast.com. You can also find the merch store there as well, which features things like mugs, T-shirts, and seasonally appropriate women's tank tops. Please be sure to share this episode with a friend. Thanks so much for listening, and stay funky, Dayton. Dayton.